0: This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 100.
1: Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the
0: show. As you can probably hear, I'm doing uh, this podcast on the run. I'm heading north to close up the cottage for the winter. And the last of the fall colours uh, are out. The trees are various shades of deep yellow and, and, uh, and brown and reds. Absolutely beautiful. One of my favourite times of year. The, uh, the temperatures uh, are getting down. Uh, it's a chilly five degrees uh, outside the car at the moment. And uh, the snow uh, will be coming pretty soon, so uh, it's time to close things up. The lake will freeze over. And then come mid-April next year, things will start to thaw out and we'll be looking forward to another summer on Canada's most beautiful lake. And those that I connect with on Facebook and Instagram will know exactly what I'm talking about. So, uh, And if we're not friends on Facebook and if you want to join up, all you need to do is go to facebook.com forward slash agents. So this is my 100th episode. Uh, I'd like to say a very special thank you to all of you for listening. It means a whole lot to me. Uh, I love your responses. I love the feedback. Producing free content like this, I got to admit, gets harder and harder because I keep uh, I keep trying to pull uh, pull rabbits out of out of my hat to to uh, to give you fresh ideas. And I notice increasingly that. The feedback I'm getting, people are really putting some of these ideas to work to help them win more listings and make more sales, and that's what it's all about. Somebody asked me during the week, uh, "Why is my podcast different?" And you know, real estate podcasts are a pretty crowded space at the moment, and will continue to be as the media or the medium, I guess, of podcasts keeps spreading, and um, and there's more and more take up. But I think what I try to do is with each guest. Is to is to be able to target one, two, or three things that my listeners can grab and use straight away and, and put it into place. I mean, we all know what we need to be doing, and um, it's one of the you know one of the most amazing things. If and the beauty, I guess, of real estate is that if you know because you can make so much money in this industry. And it is all about the money because we work weekends, we sacrifice a lot to do this, and if you're interested in creating an income and building a future and building a financial um, buffer uh, for you and your family into the future, I think real estate is one of the most amazing ways that we can do it because you can do it very, very quickly. So I love the idea of being able to get in and and look at a, at a solid, proven idea that one of our top agents has offered and shared with us uh, to make that happen. So. Um, that's my mission with the podcast and as we go forward into the next 100 episodes i'll be doing more and more of that as well i'd also like to thank my 100 guests actually i've had a few double ups so it's probably less than 100 but i'm sure it's in the 90s and uh i've 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 You know, ask some people to come back again for the second and third time. And I've got some great uh, repeats coming up in the next uh, 12 months as well. So look out for that. But a special thank you to all of my guests uh, for giving up your time. It's funny, many of the top performers in our industry are all too happy to give up their time because they know what they put out is going to come back. And I really appreciate your time. And, and effort, and also sharing, like you're sharing your secret sauce, some of these things, like Adrian Bowe, because it's just top of mind most recently. Adrian shared some amazing things. He shared his his uh, pre-listing interview, which is awesome. If you haven't heard it, check it out. Um, and he also shared his strategy at Open Homes, and I found that really interesting as well, and I've had a lot of great feedback on that. So special thanks to, to Adrian and all of the other guests that I've had on the show I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank the people that helped me put the show together and you are spread out all over the planet Uh, Roll Mannering in the Philippines does a lot of my graphics thank you Roll. you do a great job Uh, and John Beniziotis and the team at Media Mojo in Noosa Heads in beautiful Queensland Australia Uh, John and his team do an amazing job with all of our uh, websites they do all of the websites for Aaron and I at Best Agents, and also Locked On and the other projects that we're involved with as well, and which I'll tell you about in a sec. Um, and uh, who else? Joel Sharpton, who produces all of my shows. Um, I package everything up, send it straight down to Joel in Louisiana, and he produces it, top and tails it with the music and the intros and the outros, and creates a great show and sends it to me, creates the link, sends it up uh, here to Toronto, and I put it on my show, uh, in my show notes, and basically, bang, it's live. It goes out automatically to Stitcher and iTunes, so you can listen to it. And like I said, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't subscribed, jump into Stitcher and iTunes and subscribe. It would mean a lot. Uh, and you, it means you'll also be getting the episodes automatically straight to your smartphone, so you can play and listen. Um, before I introduce my 100th guest... I want to uh, tell you a little bit about what's been happening this year in the background. Um, For the last two years, two and a bit years, uh, I've been working on a project with some partners and um, the project is all around helping real estate agents create marketing content that they can access very, very quickly for little or no cost. This came about because of my frustration with... Um, the cost of putting graphics together, the cost of hiring a graphic designer, um, some exorbitant costs, just be- and it becomes completely prohibitive. For example, if you've got an idea, if you want to quickly reach out to people in your area, if there's something going on, you want to create a flyer, you want to create a Facebook post, uh, a letter, anything like that, you want it to be cool um, – You don't have to jump through hoops anymore because if you're familiar with print-ready ads, as many best agents members are, you'll know that you can jump in there and create your flyer. But the problem in the past has been the cost of graphics and also the the delay. And we're real estate agents. We're not graphic designers. Why not leave this to the experts to give us a great-looking marketing piece, letter, like I said, Facebook post, Instagram post, whatever it might be. There's so many uh, so many opportunities for us in real estate to reach out and connect with our market by using great-looking graphics and great communication. So I'd like to formally announce, and I don't think I've done this before on the show. I might have done it a few episodes ago. But um, if you didn't hear, um, we are very close to the launch of a brand new format it's a desktop format called jiggler J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. and jiggler got its name because we had to search for a dot com that was available and uh, one of my partners john uh, was able to jump in and grab that name and it stuck like blue so uh, i'm very excited uh, within the next month i think we'll be launching jiggler and Jiggler will, for the better part, be free. It's going to be a free tool for agents. So if you want to grab a just listed, a just, a just sold flyer, if you want to, if you want to be able to do it in your colours, we'll be including most of the corporate colours for the larger agencies right throughout Australia, uh, and the US and Canada. You'll be able to, and New Zealand of course, you'll be able to jump in and grab that content and put, put together uh, a great just listed, just sold, a personal profile, um, a property, a property sheet, a property flyer. Uh, auction flyer, whatever it might be, Facebook posts, as I mentioned, um, a whole lot of social media tools that you'll be able to use. And for the better part, it's going to be free. All oh, the road's a bit bumpy here. I'm not driving, of course. Christine's doing a great job of that. Um, so Jiggler is coming. Watch out for that. That is uh, that is on the horizon. And um, if you jump, if actually, if you go to Jiggler.com, J-I-G-G-L-A-R, com I will put the link in the show notes but if you jump in and register there when we do launch you will be it'll will only be launching to a limited number of people so you will be on that uh, on that list so you can jump in and get a free account and start creating all of this content that in the past you would have been paying hundreds if not thousands of dollars for and waiting days or weeks for turnaround so jump into jiggler.com and sign up that is good to go And you'll be the first to know. The um, other thing I would like to mention is, for many years now, I've been following the adventures of Kevin Turner, and I'm sure most of you subscribe to Ari Uncut and get Kevin's uh, daily news and updates. He works incredibly hard. Uh, He has a real passion for audio, and truth be told. I have to say that, uh, uh, you know, one of the the big motivators for me and and one of the big uh, inspirational um, uh, things behind me getting into podcasting was listening to Kevin's uh, Ari Uncut. My format's a little different. I get one guest and uh, we, we dive deep, Kevin gets a lot of guests and, and gives us like some brilliant little bits of uh, nuggets of gold. He does videos. He's also got audios. And here's, here's the thing. For the very first time, Kevin has put all of this content together and he's made it available from one private membership site. And you can learn all about it. All you need to do is go to reexpress.com that's reexpressresults.com. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but it's reexpressresults.com where Kevin has all of his uh, videos and audios and everything is uh, in there together. So make sure you check that out. For my 100th episode, I wanted to do something special and I'm profiling or I'm connecting today with a guy who's been a big influencer on my career and the career of many agents uh, right throughout Australia and New Zealand. In fact, uh, in the States and, and Canada and in fact, right throughout the world, this guy is uh, is a household name when it comes to real estate in, in so many ways. Uh, John McGrath was, as I mentioned, very giving to, to me in the early days of my career. I remember going to John's office and John shared Uh, how his systems work, uh, his philosophy behind real estate and the real reason behind his success. John has been a thought leader in the real estate space for many years and will continue to be. Um, He, uh, for instance, when nobody else was doing it, he came back from um, a real estate uh, conference in the US many years ago And he understood the benefits of launching uh, something like this in Australia. And that's where the Australian Real Estate Conference, or ARIC, came from and I think last year there was over 4,000 attendees. Uh, John's heading for the magic 5,000, which I'm sure he'll get, if not this year coming, then very, very soon. Uh, he's always exciting to hear from. He's always got some some really interesting angles. And I'm going to stop talking and uh, hand things over to John. Well, John McGrath, welcome back to the Top Agents Playbook. How you doing? Thanks, Ray. Good to be here. Um, it's... I know it's uh, some time ago now, but uh, another successful uh, ARIC this year in Queensland. Um, was that was that a record as far as uh, attendance goes for numbers?
2: Yeah, it was. We had over 4,000 people in the room, and uh, each year we're very fortunate, Ray, from the support we've got from the industry. It's been growing and growing and growing, and we're kind of planning to hit a 5,000 uh, number this year if we can, and uh, that'll certainly be we're putting a line-up together to to try and achieve that so it's looking even more exciting this year
0: it is it is and it's a fantastic story you'll have to help me out with dates but all back from the time when you went to the states i think you went to california or somewhere and you saw a, a real estate conference yeah. um uh i don't know well, there it,
2: it... It was two things
0: yeah of course I, I you know like many of the australians i used to take
2: the uh, trek across to see um the national association of realtors conference That's it. nar That's it. Yeah. which, which think kind of got that. me started but then yeah off the back of that i was invited into a smaller group of some of the best agents in america they used to meet quarterly people like bob Bolin and bob Wolfe and many names that are i guess fairly familiar to most australians in the game now and uh anyway dr fred gross said why don't we invite these guys across to australia and do it do what we're doing there in chicago at that point back in, in Sydney and." Uh, so we held our first Eric, and uh, I looked at the bills and the invoices and the, that it was going to cost me. I thought, God, this will send me broke, so i better see if some of the other people in the industry want to come and listen to them and help me cover the cost, because initially Eric was actually just set up, or the event was set up internally for our, our own team, and yeah. then it was just looked like an expensive thing to bring across half a dozen Americans and their partners and fly them business class and put them up for a week. So. That's how it happened. Like a lot of good things, Ray, like in in your and my lives, it sort of happens by uh, almost just accident. And uh, they came across and a lot of Australians came to the event. We only had a couple of hundred at the first event and now we're going to nudge 5,000. So it's been an exciting journey
0: it is uh, it, ha- it certainly has been and um i mean to your credit it it is amazing uh, what's happened um and i notice uh, increasingly there's more and more international guests or uh, or attendees people are coming from from the states from europe from canada uh, um even from new zealand so uh, it's uh, it's well we got a big new zealand contingent yeah. we had about yeah.
2: 800 i think last year so New Zealand, uh, I think obviously New Zealand and Australia do a lot of good things together and we share a lot of the great resources both countries have to offer. But you're right, we've had Americans, we've had quite a number uh, from the U.K., some Asia. So it is becoming more international, but it's still predominantly, it's still sort of 90%, uh, 80 to 90% anyway, Australian. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, interestingly, as I'm sure you're aware, we uh, as a country have such a great reputation for our real estate training and our success in that sphere. People talk about it, our marketing and stuff like that. We are um, clearly from what I can see, world leaders in, in the space, which is which is pretty phenomenal. I agree with that, Ray, and a lot of Australians wouldn't be aware of that. But what most Australians would know is we're really the only country in
2: the world that en masse does auctions, and, and auctions are generally funded by vendor marketing, vendor-funded or vendor-paid marketing. Therefore, the standard of marketing is better. I was just having a look at some things on one of the big American sites earlier this morning, funny enough, and I was looking at the standard of photography, which it appeared to was probably done by either someone in the agency or the agent themselves, and you know, there's lots and lots of rubbish photos. There wasn't any great staging or styling. Um, there were no floor plans. There were very few videos. And so I think to your point, Ray, Australians do it at a world-class level. Maybe we are the benchmark as an industry in Australia, yeah. which is something we should be proud of. And I think there are other you know, big cities like New York that do it brilliantly well, and, and some parts of London. But I think as a country, Australia and New Zealand probably market our properties better. And, I think our whole approach, you know, which is, you know, sort of marketing, auctioning, vendor paid marketing, which, you know, vendors pay less as commission, but they invest in the marketing. So they get a better outcome yep. all over, I think. And, yep. and agents can still make a phenomenal living off the back of uh, being really good at the industry.
0: So I think it's win or out it's a it, it absolutely and it is such an amazing model it's a proven model it's been so successful and I guess over time we've tweaked it um but yeah as as you're aware um here in north america uh you have um i guess anywhere from sort of four to seven percent but call it five percent uh buying agent gets two and a half, selling agent gets two and a half, um, all paid by the seller. But there is little or no um, vendor paid advertising. So the agents, uh, by and large, will get away with what they can, um, skimping from time to time. And uh, yeah, you see quality of uh, marketing really suffering because of that. Yeah, or of course they're left with enormous bills for marketing and events that they do, launch
2: projects on and, and properties. And if they don't sell, I mean, the thing in Australia, we obviously as agents we invest our time and effort and our connections and that sort of thing, which is is a serious investment. But we don't then have to put out ten or twenty thousand dollars in marketing. Whereas in the states, whilst the reward is much bigger, if they don't get the property sold, some of them are left with twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar marketing bills. And in a changing market, and I think in Australia many the Australian listeners to this podcast would probably you know identify themselves in being a changing market especially if you're from Sydney or Melbourne. Yeah. Um you know you have to be very very careful and keep your overheads tight because you know days on market blows out. Yeah. You know a lot of people have found in the last few years in the the two biggest cities in Australia Sydney Melbourne that properties have to some degree been selling themselves and good agents will always get a better price but um, it hasn't been terribly arduous process, but I think going forward, if the market comes back a few percent and uh, if the uh, buyers are a little bit more hesitant, you know you are going to find that good old fashioned salesmanship becomes an incredibly important commodity and indeed marketing because uh, things won't be selling themselves like they have been to some degree
0: yeah well that's that's um it's interesting that you say that because that's pretty much what i'd I'd love to get into in this in this session because um that I guess the tightening of listings is is definitely something that's trending at the moment. Mm. It's trending right now. Um and like you just said, getting back to getting back to basics. So just for our listeners, I guess, you know, even anybody who's experienced or a, a rookie, uh, the whole range, give us the heads up on uh let's let's just get into this area of, of good old fashioned, you know, agency work. Mm-hmm. Give us your uh give, give us your spiel on that.
2: First up, rates. You know, it's always about mindset and attitude. And I was coaching a young guy, a brilliant young guy, that works with us yesterday. And one of his first questions was, you know, John, the market's tightening up. There's less listings, and and maybe prices will come back. You know, how do you think I can grow in that environment? I said, well, your growth and that environment are actually not particularly connected. You might think they are from the outside, but. At the end of the day, the difference between a, a good agent and a great agent, and a good agent might do 25 deals a year or sales, and a great agent might do 60 sales. So the question is, is there the opportunity for you to get better and do an extra 25, 30 or 40 sales? Well, in virtually any market that anyone's represented, certainly all the major metropolitan markets, that is a real possibility. So I think the first thing you've got to do is for you to grow market share, realise that actually it doesn't have too much to do with the market. It has to do with what you're doing within the market. So then you look at that and you say, well there's only three kind of parts of the real estate, you know, puzzle. There's attracting or prospecting, finding new listings, then there's getting them listed or convincing the, the seller that you're the best option to maximise their price. And then the third thing of course is delivering on that promise is maximising price. So if we broke those down, I think you know, we have ten or eleven specific points in terms of prospecting or attracting and I'm a great believer that you need to have multiple layers of attraction, attraction or attracting strategies, and and it really starts with who you are in the marketplace. Or we often call it you inc and creating raving fans. So yes. yep. every single day, you're in your business community or just your general community, you have to be a person that's spreading goodwill, that's a positive beacon in the environment, and you know is a respected member of the community. And you're doing you're adding value, and what I often call paying it forward. You know, you're making. It's not not everything is about getting your next listing um, and feathering your own nest. It's about what are you doing of a positive nature in the community. So I think that's really key. And then you get into some specific in market activities. And we we often start with buyer servicing, which sort of sounds counterintuitive. But if you want to get great listings, you've got to be dealing with the, the buyers and giving them better service and getting more deals across the line and having buyers talk about you because as you know right buyers become sellers buyers are often sellers yep. at the same time yep. as they're transacting but certainly buyers are talking to sellers and their friends and their family and their colleagues at work and they're will they're shout very loud about who gives them the best service and who doesn't so you know, buyer servicing I think is a great strategy and the other one which is I think such an easy one but it's so neglected within our industry is what we call nurture marketing or looking after the clients that you've already created from prior transactions. Um, keep Keeping in touch with them, letting them know what's happening in the marketplace when there's a new listing in the street of a property you sold a year ago, ring them up and say, hey Ray, just want to let you know, five doors down, I've just listed it, the sign will go up tomorrow, I'll be there Saturday week. If you'd like to come along and have a look, I'd love to see you and you know sort of bring the family get some interesting ideas i've done a great job with renovation so actually staying connected with the people that you probably work very hard to do a great job for as a previous buyer or seller and yet a lot of agents they just move on to the next one and i heard a great metaphor from Ray the other day about that and they said it's if you, if you if that's what you adopt which is just looking for new clients all the time and, and almost ignoring past clients, he said, it's like uh, trying to fill a bath with the plug open, you know, like all this effort up front to, you know, fill the bath, put in new customers, attract new business, and yet it's all falling out the bottom end, but you don't get anywhere. So I think um, that's really, really key to have those multiple strategies. The the sort of third and fourth ones that, that we focus on very much is centers of influence. Every community has a number of people, and sometimes they're kind of business uh, people could be accountants and, and conveyances and insurance people and lawyers and so forth. Well, they could just be people within the community that are, that are well-known and well-connected. And you know, who are you connected to that's connected to others that you can build strong networking relationships with and then help them with their customers and reciprocate with, with business flow and referral. So, I think, you know, there are a few things that if you're doing those on a daily basis, the problem with agents, as you know, Ray, is agents often start prospecting when they have nothing to yeah. sell. They, they yeah. wait until I've sold all the listings, put all their energy into it, then they look at the open up the cupboard, it's bare. I better start listing, which is why we get this horrible real estate rollercoaster that's up and down and a good month followed by a bad month. So, for, for me, it's about all the time is prospecting all the time. It's always on prospecting and always on selling. This is yep. not about, well, I've got six listings, so I'll forget prospecting for a while. i just focus on selling. It's managing the business you have and the business you want to have next up and doing that all the time. And I think you know the best agents, I was with a coaching session with Adrian Bowe yesterday who's been with us over 20 years, and Adrian's prolific, and he has literally you know, 10, 15,000 people on his database. And they all get a regular phone call, mainly from Adrian, occasionally from his team, just letting them know what's happening in the market. And he has built one of Australia's best businesses just off the back of consistency of approach and people know they get a monthly newsletter from him in an email format and they get a regular phone call. I think it's a couple of times a year, just letting them know what's happening. And off the back of that, he's built a great business through consistency. Yeah. So I think from prospecting point of view, there's just some basics that you have to get back to. And then at the point of listing, well, I always say to people, why would I list with you and why wouldn't I list with you? And then if you've got some great reasons to list with you and if you can counter any potential objections I may have about why I might not list with you, which often comes down to, um, well, you've only been in the industry for a year. Um, There's one down the road, a competitor down the road. They seem to have had all the big sales recently. Your office is not in the area. You're an independent or you're a franchise. Whatever you think might be a concern to a prospective seller you need to work hard on turning that around because every, every negative and every positive have an have equal opposite. So if you're a small agency, there's benefits of being small. And if you're a larger agency, there's benefits of being large. Yep. But you need to be very clear around what is the value you bring to that customer in that transaction because at the end of the day, they want to get the most amount of money. So you know, I think it's really – you know it sounds boring, right? But it's old-fashioned basics but brilliant execution of those basics, which is what most agents don't do.
0: Yeah. You mentioned uh John, you mentioned Adrian Beau. Adrian was, was our guest here on the show um a few episodes back. So if you want to check that out, it's just topagentsplaybook.com dot com forward slash ninety five. Um what a terrific guy. Uh am I am I correct in saying that you hired uh Adrian back in the day?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that'd be fair to say that a lot of my agents, and yeah. I was originally in contact, but uh, Adrian, I remember he came in and he was working for another agency and he was looking to explore new opportunities. And, and, and I hired him when we were back in Paddington, going back 20 odd years ago, more than 20 years. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's he's... Continued to to blossom every year, and I think to his great credit, he didn't just get good and stayed there. He got good, and he kept working on his craft. And I think now he's a black belt of real estate. He's really, you know, he's got he's got it down to mastery level, uh, which is great. But he's got a very um, very consistent uh, approach. And uh, one of our guys, I don't know if you heard Ray, but Peter Chauncey, who's who's a brilliant agent, and he just won REI NSW Agent of the Year a few yeah, fabulous, days ago. And fabulous. Pete fabulous yeah pete pete's uh he wrote about four million g c i last year which anywhere in the world would put you at the top country almost anywhere, maybe new york there's a few doing more, but a fabulous guy great g c i very consistent he he works a small patch of about fifteen hundred homes and he has seventy two percent market share, and in the last twelve months of the top ten sales by value. He sold nine of them. and Wow. So I came across someone uh, a couple of days ago also, Ray, that I was coaching, and they said, oh, look, I'm John, I'm at 30% market share, and I can't see myself getting to any more. And then I just pulled out Pete Chauncey's playbook, and I said, well, you know, have a look at Pete. He's at 72% market share. So again, it comes back to attitude. You must get rid of any doubts you have and any unhelpful thoughts around your future and your ability to grow your business and yep. service your clients. yeah." A lot of people have the thought, well, you know, I'm already doing four options at one time and I I can't see how I'd ever get to eight. Well, reinvent yourself, hire a better team, make better quality decisions, get better technology, build better systems, because there is someone out there, if not in your marketplace, in a nearby marketplace selling 12 a month. So what are they doing that you're not doing at four a month? Because I understand some people feel overwhelmed and they feel stressed at four sales a month. Well, you know, you need to build a system that gives you capacity and more bandwidth to grow your business. So part of that is going to be mindset. Part of it's going to be process. Part of it's going to be discipline. Part of it's going to be systems. So I think whoever's listening there, know that you, you know, in in your audience, know that you can double your business. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of how, what do I have to do? What do I have to do differently? And who do I have to become to attract that sort of business into my energy techs and then not only attract it, list it, manage it, and create raving fans and then stay connected with those raving fans because then it becomes like a snowball, just grows and grows and builds momentum and builds momentum. And now Pete Chauncey at 72%, it would be very hard for number two and three players to catch him because he's really, you know, he's at such a strong strong position in his community.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's – well, hey, I'd love to get him on the show if you could put in a good word for me and I'll, I'll definitely… I'll put Oh
2: no, he would love to he, and he deserves it. He's, he's as good as we've got and yeah. uh, the other thing, Ray, is you'll explore as you get to know him. He's just such a beautiful human being, he's oh, a, a awesome. delightful young man and very humble and so forth and when we, when we uh, first recruited him, well he actually was in real estate for a short time but before that he was a… Uh, bed salesman mattress salesman Okay. and uh, yeah, very, very humble beginnings he, he got a job selling mattresses he thought there was something more in the world for him to do he then um, got into real estate and then you know, we connected with him and, and brought him across and so I'll definitely connect. So I think you know your, your audience would love to hear his story, and uh, and they'll be inspired by it. So I'll connect you guys up.
0: Thank you on behalf of all of our listeners, John. A, a big thank you for that. One of the uh, one of the things I I loved um, during Adrian's um, interview uh, podcast ninety five when we were talking about talking about. How, uh, what's what are his targets? And interestingly enough, there was no talk of GCI as a target, there was no talk of, of listings or even sales. His whole um uh KPI was all around um getting 150 contacts each month, like new contacts into his business. So that just dovetails perfectly into to what you were just talking about.
2: Well, he's he's a, as you would have heard in the interview, he's a great believer that GCI is just a byproduct of what are you doing every day, which yep. is very true. Yeah. So rather than focusing on the dollars, he's focusing on the connects and the relationships and the service, and then that actually ends up in the bank account somewhere down the track. So yeah, it's a, it's a very good philosophy.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, as uh, as things, what, what's your idea for twenty eighteen? Uh, as as this year winds up, um, I guess uh, we're going to see a, a perhaps uh, an interest rate uh, rise early in the new year. How how is that going to affect our market?
2: Oh look, I think that rates are so low at the moment, Ray. Unless we had three or four, you know, fairly, you know, significant and and one after the other uh, rises, I think at these sort of levels, you know, money is still fairly cheap. I don't think that'll be a major issue. I mean, obviously there's some macro um, issues that are happening around the world that have a few people's attention and concern. So, if there's a major macro world issue, I guess that will play negatively into most markets. But generally speaking. I think that even Sydney and Melbourne that are very much I in my opinion at the at the top of their cycle, even if there's a, a small correction, if anything, that will probably loosen up some stock and that will give more opportunity for the better agents to grow their market share. And most of my guys prefer a market when it's tighter and a little bit kind of nervous in a sense because they, they take the view that in those markets you vendors recognise you need an agent who's highly skilled. Um, some people take the lowest tender. In a, in a bull market, they say, look, just give it to the 1% guy or girl because anyone can sell this place in this market. So I, I think that uh, we'll see some markets changing, although some will continue to grow. We see Southeast Queensland in Australia as being a market that will continue to grow. We think it's on the low side. Um, I think the technology, social media is clearly um, becoming a more and more important part of how agents do business both in attracting listings towards themselves as well as um, uh, selling their own property so i think anyone that's listening that's not um, throwing themselves into understanding and looking for ways to build on their social media presence i think needs to be looking at that straight away Um, whether you do it personally or not that's a personal choice whether you choose a, you know your own sort of personal following on facebook but i think from a business perspective. A lot of people now are checking out agents and uh, properties, and they're not just going to domain and realestate.com. They're actually looking at some of the social media feeds. So I think that's going to be important. Uh, Digital technology continues to be important. And videos. We're we're great believers in the importance of video, and I think many buyers nowadays, unless they can see photos, floor plan, and a video, they're kind of less enthused about following up on a property. So. We are very much into recommending strongly for all our vendors, uh, as many as possible, to put their properties on a video format as well. Just a 60-second video, even better if an agent can host it and say a few words because then the agent shows off their ability to, to demonstrate the features of a property. Yep. Um, so I think social media, video, digital technology… Um, going to be some things to really focus on in 2018
0: well you're talking about building content I guess which is which is just so powerful and it's uh, it's you know the big the big influencer right now like you said is video but and the wonderful thing is once you create it I guess it's like this podcast once you create it the contents out there and it's uh, it's always working for you even if you know the property's uh, been marketed and sold or whatever but it still sits there it's on YouTube or Vimeo or on your website or wherever it is um, perfect mm. as uh, as sending in you know part of your pre-listing kit as well it's um that kind of content is is amazing um we've got uh i I think eric is coming up uh probably a little ways off yet but I know we we're just talking about it earlier but coming up uh, in 2018 I'm just looking at the website uh twenty seven twenty eight may um any big names you can share with us as as yet or uh, well, work, we're about working to... on it
2: yeah no we're just working on two or three major keynotes at the moment and just waiting for the uh, yes from a couple from your part of the world, actually, and they're, and they're big names. So once we get confirmation, we'll certainly let your um, listeners and and uh, ARIC uh, delegates all know about that. But we've got a very strong lineup of some of the best agents. So we always go for, you know, I guess what we might call, Ray right, the legends, in being on your show, the people that yep. are the best of the best. Then yep. we also look for who's the rising young talent. So who are the people that haven't been in the industry long and they might not be selling the waterfronts or the Turak mansions, but, you know, some of them are doing 60, 80, 100, 120 transactions in their second or third year in the business. So we try and highlight the sort of, and it's not always, when I say young talent, it's kind of new to the industry talent. Some of them are, you know, not what you'd call in their 20s or 30s anymore, but they're still, you know, fresh ideas into the industry. So we do that. We'll also be looking at, we're talking to a few of the best coaches in Australasia at the moment and, uh, of course, a few keynotes. So we'll be very happy to sort of let you know as soon as we've finalised the program uh, this side of Christmas, we'll let you know. And we hope that, uh, you know, your your audience and your team can uh, can make it across.
0: Uh, Well, um, I'll definitely be there. And, uh, yeah, I'd I'd love to be a part of uh, helping you reach that magic 5,000 mark as well.
2: Yeah, well, well, we'll let you know. I'll make sure that you're the first call we make. It'd be great to have your support, and we always love having you and your team. Thanks,
0: mate. Thank, thanks so much, John. Um, I think that's uh, that's probably covered it. Um, it's my hundredth show. Uh, I think I, I, I told you that uh, I polled my audience, and uh, and you were the number one uh, the number one get um, or request uh, for for a guest. So I just want to say a big thank you and uh, thanks for being uh, my featured guest on uh, on show number one hundred. I have absolute pleasure and congratulations to you and the team. I know you put a lot of work into
2: getting there and it's a great milestone. So I look forward to uh, being on again in the future if the,
0: uh, the demand is there for the 200th or beyond. Absolutely. Thanks so much, mate. Take care and talk soon. Thanks, Ray. Bye. Well, I hope you all enjoyed my interview with John. Every time I connect with John, uh, there's just so much good energy there. Uh, the guy is just so positive positive. And, you know, real estate is no easy thing. It's uh, it's a continual process of, you know, we get a lot of no's, so it's a continual process of picking ourselves up, dusting ourselves off, getting back on the horse. And it's important to look forward and not look back. So many people I know in real estate look back. We can't do that. When a sale falls over or we lose a listing or we lose an opportunity, then... We just need to be able to dust ourselves up and and get cranking. And I think that this 100th episode, I know I'm going to be sending it out to a lot of my coaching clients who maybe have or haven't listened to it. But look, I'm going to listen to it again because I just love the way it makes me feel after, after I listen to it. Because when you listen to John McGrath, anything's possible. I did some thank yous at the start of the show and I left out probably three of the most important people. In my life, uh, Aaron Schiner, Luke Newton, and Ian French. So, uh, over seven years ago, now we started Locked On because we felt there was a real opportunity in the market to bring uh, to, to to create a a, uh, a next generation real estate CRM to help to help our contacts reach out and connect with with more potential clients to get more listings and make more sales we're close to launching the second version of locked on it's very very exciting but working with these with these guys has been such a wild ride and so much fun i've got to tell you i pinched myself that i'm i'm in business with these boys because um, uh, we we are just pushing the boundaries and some of the stuff that that our development team are working on um, is really really exciting we have invested hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to uh to get to this point so uh i'm probably breaking a few confidentialities by saying that but you're my listeners uh, i want to level with you and tell you tell you where we're at but uh, to ian aaron and luke thank you guys it's just been such a blast working with you and uh, uh you know i have loved every minute of it partnerships i know are never easy and uh, we've been able to ride out all the bumps and, um, and get to the point where we're creating something that's, that's magical. So special thank you to you guys and, uh, and Locked On supports the show every week financially. I could not do it without you and right from the start you've been a, such a big supporter of the show, suggesting guests and helping, giving me feedback all the way along. So really appreciate that. Uh, many, many thank yous.